It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! What is up, everybody? Jason here, Ears Up Podcast. And uh, we have a good show for you today. But uh, before I get into all that, we're Terrence-less, everybody. There's no Terrence yeah. today. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, wrong. No, we're on. We're alive now, Terrence. So you should. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. Oh, p- p- bummer. <laughs> yeah, Terrence had uh, something "quote unquote" come up with his other job. Probably another child. Probably. <laughs> He's like, I think Becca just gave birth. I don't know, but I got to figure it out. But uh, I don't know. His other job is more important than this job. No, I'm just harassing him a little bit, but uh, it's too bad. I was actually looking forward him, uh, to him being here because our friend Eric is on the line with us. Eric is going to talk to us about uh, prepping for Run Disney and answering all our lovely questions, and I know Terrence would have a few for him. Eric, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah? You sound great. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Eric here writes our drinks blog on the website. Of course, you can go to earsuphappingpodcast.com, go to blogs, and it's the drinks uh, at the Disney resorts or something like that. I changed it. It used to be drinks at Disneyland or drinking around Disneyland or whatever, but uh, you just wrote something on the Enchanted Rose at the Grand Floridian, and I thought, well, why pigeonhole ourselves into just Disneyland? Let's just go all over the place. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, and Eric also works for our uh, travel sponsor, our official travel partner, Concierge. You can go to concierge.com and book your trips to uh, pretty much anywhere. Uh, and I'm just going to say that, Eric, and, and, and not even ask you about it. Like when Virgin starts uh, booking uh, trips to the moon, I'm sure you guys will do that too. <laughs> Pretty much anywhere, right? Yeah, let's right? figure that one out. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's well, all right. Well, Disney's obviously going to be the first people to build something on the moon, so. <laughs> Can you imagine Mickey Mouse with a space helmet on? Like, with the big yeah. thing? Well, I guess he's done already. I... Right now, he probably has, like, a full hazmat suit on. But... <laughs> yeah. Actually, they did close the um, the museum. Yeah, the uh, di- the fam- the Disney uh, Walt Disney Family Museum is closed, I think, until Sunday, and they're just going to do a deep cleaning and sanitization. Yeah. Which is good. Good on yeah. them. They're not actually going to close all the way. But uh, anyway, Eric, give me a little bit about Concierge and, and the cool stuff you guys do over there. Yeah, sure. Um, so Concierge is uh, your magical vacation concierge, as we like to say. Um, we are here to help make your vacation as effortless as possible. We have a, a dedicated crew of travel planners who... Uh, some of whom have been to the parks many, many times, some of whom have worked at the parks for for several years. Um, We are here to make sure that you don't have to spend all of your time worrying about fast passes, worrying about whether you need a special ticket to this event, whether you're going to have enough dining reservations to make it through the week. Right. We will take care of all that for you, whatever you need. I appreciate that. And that's no extra charge on top of the ticket price. Of course, yeah. yeah. That's that's one of the best parts. That's why I started using them before I even started working here. <laughs> that's true, and you know that's that's it is sort of the 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 best thing. You have experts at your fingertips whenever you want, and there's no there's no charge for it. Absolutely yeah, right. I like that. 
Uh, before we get to the uh, preparing for a Run Disney event, which of course is the topic for this show, you can find us on social media, provided it's updated properly. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, send feedback to Taryn at EarsUpPivenPodcast.com. Anything show uh, suggestion-wise, if you want us to book a guest or something like that, that goes to Terrence at EarsUpPivenPodcast.com when he's not doing other things. I'm taking shots at everybody right now. I'm so frustrated. Uh, you can say hi, hi. to Bev. And anything else comes to me, Jason, earsup-podcast.com. Uh, Taryn, let's hit some feedback, please. Okie dokie. It's a pretty short one, but this one is from Carrie. I am in tears from laughing right now, listening to the history of Autopia on Spotify. I'm a high school English teacher at work at 7 o'clock, and, and I'm not a morning person. So I know that today is going to be a great day because you started it off with deep belly laughs. You all have great personas and fantastic chemistry. Oh, wow. That's That's nice. That's very nice of her. I feel like that should be a standing rule to only listen to our show early in the morning when you're still (laughs) kind of tired. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because then we're funnier. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, If you want to support the show, go to etsy.com slash shop slash coveears. That is our little Etsy shop in the corner of the universe there. I just recently, actually today, put up our Churro Castle hoodie again because Jimmy from the Supreme Resort... Desperately wanted to buy one. So I put that up. I didn't plan on doing that yet. I pulled it from the <laughs> vault, but I had to do it for him. So if you want one of those, that's up there right now. Hit it up. Uh, the best way to support us, of course, is going to patreon.com slash ears up. You can join. Well, not, it's not really join. I still don't really know how to describe it. Like, you can subscribe or donate or whatever the sponsor. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you can help us at so, as little as two dollars a month if you want to, and that would be supporting like six shows that we do. We do a ton of content on this show, and the only way we can keep the lights on is by people like you going to Patreon.com/slash ears up. So if, if you've been listening for a long time, please help us out. Support us over on Patreon. You can join for five dollars a month too, which is uh, not a whole lot of cash. Um, I hope. I mean, honestly, I don't know your financial situation, but I would hope that it's not. And you get the secret show, which uh, we just released the one from February, and it was pretty good. Pretty happy with the secret show and the way those are coming out, and a whole bunch of other cool stuff goes on over there. So patreon.com slash ears up. And of course, if you do any kind of internet shopping, you can go to our Amazon link, which is actually now on, it's on our archive page, like on the side, but it's also on our, um, I believe it's support us or something the tab yeah so the support us page uh-huh. on our menu on the website that gives you to our patreon link and it also gets you to our amazon affiliate link right there those are the three best ways to help support the show and of course uh get into reddit get on the forums tell people all about us because we you know we appreciate that and we uh we need your help Let's do a few updates real fast. Uh, the recent episode of Ears Up In Depth is out. I dropped that. Is it out? Oh, no. Did I just lie? <laughs> no, no. It's out. It's out. I released that today. Jeremy and I um, give you the information that you desperately need on the Bob Chapek oh. recent CEO elevation, I guess, oh, or promotion or whatever. Uh, we go through all of that. We go through. Uh, we did a story about how some lady dropped her iPhone in the Seven Seas Lagoon at Disney World. Whoops. And they found it two months later and mailed what? it to her, and it works. And she got all her no photos way. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. An iPhone 7? 
11. Oh, 11. <laughs> Save. God, what is it, 2012 in your world? How waterproof yes. are they? Jeez. I don't know. That's crazy. Listen to the uh, last Ears Up in Depth for more details. Actually, there's no more details in that. <laughs> that was it? <laughs> Literally, that's the story. It was yeah. like four pa- I didn't even write anything. I just read the story. I'm like, what am I going to, how am I going to make this even better? <laughs> I shot my iPhone 4 in a toilet for like four seconds and it didn't work for six days. But it started working again? Yeah. That's weird. I put it in a bag of rice. It was mad. Yeah, alone. that's funny. Yeah, just that's how that's how good phones are. I mean, it was days. wonky for a long time. Yeah. I dropped my phone in a toilet in a bathroom in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, the latest Supreme Resort is out, and Eric is on that as well. Eric's doing double duty here on the old uh, Ears Up podcast network, where the boys talked about uh, the Enchanted Tiki Room. Right, Eric? You were on that one. Yes, I did help out with that one, and twice within seven days. It's this is this is it's too much unacceptable working <laughs> conditions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, you get you get double your normal pay. How about that? Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you did a good job. That episode was, you know, it's different because the Tiki Room. Normally, that show. In case you haven't listened to it, it's. Uh, not you, Eric. I'm talking now to our listeners. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, okay. Just, yeah. Because I, I, I do listen to it. I mean. Well, you know, I appreciate that. Um, it's it's comparing things. Had Disneyland versus Disney World, but the Tiki Room's sort of the same. So they kind of just did a little oh. history of it and kind of talked about it. And it was it was still very, very good. So cool. check it out. It's not it's a it's a slight departure from the usual format of the show, but Eric was there supporting the boys while Jeremy was out gallivanting. I don't know what Jeremy He was gallivants out doing. a lot. He really does. Too much, some might say. <laughs> I think hey, so. He gallivanted with me a couple weekends ago. It was great. Oh, oh yeah. That's very nice. Nice. Um, all right, Eric, let's get into how to prepare for a run Disney event. Now, you are, we, we consider Jeremy a jock, but you are, you're pretty much like a run Disney expert at this point, right? I mean, that's all you do, I think, is just run Disney stuff. Oh, yeah, well, obviously, yes. I, I don't know if I can compare <laughs> myself to Jeremy, really, oh. as far as, as, as jocks are concerned. But, well, um, for, this, for, the points of, uh, for the point of this conversation, you are the supreme jock ahead of jeremy i'm gonna promote you wow. oh great well yeah. that's good to know it's official yeah it is definitely official <laughs> so and you know taryn and i i like to beat the story to death but taryn and i you know we did a run disney event a few years back and it was really great at disneyland of course and then it went away and i don't know if it's coming back and i'm very disappointed so let's get this out of the way have you heard anything about run disney coming back to disneyland well, I asked Bob Chapek. The first thing I asked him when he got promoted, yeah, uh, sorry, elevated. Oh yes, yeah. Was there you go. Um, hey, what about Run Disney in in Disneyland? Yeah, and he shrugged his shoulders and he went back to uh, doing whatever it is he does when he's not paying attention to me, <laughs> which is probably nothing. You know his uh, his house is for sale. I forget the the city he lives in, but um, you know with all these real estate. Uh, websites there's photos of of his, just the inside of his house and it's it's, huge. it's an amazing house yeah with an amazing view of the valley like it's googling oh it's rad it's very very cool and it's not like it's it's not like a crazy looking mansion like i expected like it's sort of like yeah. normal looking but just huge and elegant and yeah. nice yeah, right Normal looking. And it, it sort of is. It's, yeah. Anyway, check it out. Go Google it. I've, I've been trying to put it on our Facebook page. I keep forgetting to do it. That's my fault. But uh, anyway, Eric, all right, you, me, and uh, Disney, uh, run Disney events. Let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. 
Where should we start? Right. Uh, well, I mean, do you want to start with run Disney events that actually exist, or do you want to <laughs> reminisce about the Disneyland events of yore? Well, let's do that. They were pretty great. Let's do some reminiscing a little bit. Okay. Let's let's let people know what they can't do anymore. <laughs> right. Now, let's start with that and end on a positive note. That's right. In France. Um, so, uh, really, the, the the run Disney events in Disneyland. Uh, I'm I'm gonna take a stand here and say, I really enjoyed the Disneyland events more than the Disney World events. This is huh. shocking news. Well, is that <laughs> I, I, you're probably gonna get into it, but does weather factor into that at all? Um, I mean, maybe a little bit. There used to be a whole bunch of night events in mm. Disney World, like the the Wine and Dine. The very first event I did was the uh, the Tower of Terror 10-miler, and that was a night event. And oh. a lot of the Wine and Dine <laughs> events during the, the Food and Wine Festival, they, they were canceled or shortened because of weather. It, it just becomes a problem in, you know, late at night, but... Mm. Um, Really, it doesn't happen with every single event. I've I've done plenty of morning events there that haven't had any sort of weather problems. Um, I, okay. I'm really not sure. I guess I meant like it's so hot and humid there. Oh well, there's that. Yeah, and obviously that to me yeah. would make me not want to run ever at all, even less than I want to run now. Yeah, uh, I mean the the princess a few weeks ago. We're skipping ahead, but uh, really. The the first day was super cold for Florida, and that was great running weather. And then mm-hmm. the second day was kind of cold, but then the sun came up and it became humid and sixty rather quickly. And that that was that was enough. <laughs> Dude, humid yeah. and sixty does not sound good. No, <laughs> <laughs> not at yeah, all. Yeah, even sixty. I mean, it got warmer, but still. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yikes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that really one of the things that I I, I liked the best about the Disneyland events was. Um, you so you've been to the expo. You you did the yes. whole expo thing. You got your bib and all that. Yep. You walked down to the Disneyland hotel. Yes. You walked there. Yeah, we walked there. Yes. Do you not yeah. do that at Disney so, World? No, at Disney World you get to take a bus. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> so, if you're staying on property, there is a bus from every one of the hotels. This is this is an upgrade. It used to be only from certain hotels, but uh, you, you go from one of the hotels to sit on a, a large bus, um, not, not the main like Disney World buses, which are generally fairly clean. This is like the let's rent every bus in the, the central <laughs> Florida area and uh, put you on a bus, take you to the ESPN uh, Wide World of Sports area where you go into the expo and you get all of your stuff. It, it's, it's, it's like a half-day thing. Oh. It takes hours. It's a trip, like everything at Walt Disney World is. Yeah, Disneyland. You, you get out of, you, you walk out of your your hotel. Even if you're not on property, you walk onto property. You go to the Disneyland hotel. You go to the convention center. You're done. Why don't they just mail the bibs? Why don't they mail you your bib like a week before or two weeks or whatever? Because I've done a lot of events, a lot of races outside of Disney. Mm-hmm. No one mails the bib. Really? Why not? I, I think it's a liability thing. You've got to hand them a piece of paper with your name signed on it. I, I, I'm assuming oh, that's to, part of it. To prove that you are the person who you say you are. Yeah. I mean, but if you're, but if you're, not, if you're not a competitive runner, like if you're not setting your like, estimated time uh, you know, under 16 minutes, who cares? 
I'll run as Bev. I don't care. I mean, they, n- nobody should care either. Like, oh, I thought you just meant because you'd be slow. Got it. No, no. Like, I would run in your place <laughs> to get you a better time. Oh, maybe. Yeah. You could walk. I, I don't know. There have been a lot of issues with the challenge events, it, the people who run multiple races, where they have somebody run oh. two different days, and suddenly they get a bunch of medals. I Right. Uh, I don't know. But there, it, there have been things that have happened. I, that's, maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that. But that is just sort of weird because who cares ultimately? But anyway. Okay. So you, they rent the buses. And I know what you mean. The Disney World bus, buses were very nice. And it sounds like these are just like the cross-country like tour buses with the cloth seats and eh, I, I don't charter know. bus yeah i wouldn't do that if i were if yeah <laughs> if I were running your charter whatever. buses but they're not they're not the top of the line charter buses they're the yeah. ones that have been sitting in a thing for hell yeah uh, oh, man. some sort of lot for a while it, the last when i did the wine and dine last november a a chunk of the ceiling actually swung down and hit me in the head oh my gosh wow <laughs> it was uh, it was great i told the driver hey uh, a thing hit me in the head and it's been blowing um like Air conditioned air on me the rest of the drive, and he went okay. <laughs> cool, <laughs> yeah. I love Florida. <laughs> Good story. Clearly, dude. clearly not a Disney employee. Right, right. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So charter buses. It's a half. It's about a half day thing, depending on where where you're coming from. So that's yeah. That's if a you big... want to do the whole expo thing, you want to yeah. go through. You want to look at all the the, the vendors that are there. It's going to take a few hours. Well, and if you're yeah. taking them, a... just running in. If you're right. going to take a bus, all a terrible bus all the way there, then you want to spend at least a little time there before you have to get back on the bus to come back, right? Very true. So, I don't know. It just sounds like so, so annoying to me in a way because it's like it, – I guess I'm thinking about it as like if I were to go do a Disney run at, in Disney World, I'm coming from out of state – so I'm paying for a hotel room. Do I even get a ticket to the parks that day if I'm going to spend so much time on the bus and in the like? It just that's that's a really. I'm glad that you're talking about it because that kind of is a big deal. It's a big thing to think about. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it's something where I, I guess at this point I've gotten spoiled because I've seen what it's like at Disneyland. I'm like, oh, this is super easy. But I, I mean, I do have an annual pass on the East Coast, so it it it's kind of a wash. We. We started that day super early. We got our boarding passes for uh, Rise of the Resistance, and then we went to the expo because there we go. were in Group 80 and we had hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Smart way to play it. Well, thanks. Yeah, but, I mean, it, but it, you're right. It's it's something where maybe it's enough time where you don't want to buy a ticket for the day. Yeah, um, definitely something to consider. Interesting. All right. Well, what okay. else happened? So we're we we get our bib. Now what? What do we do? Well, you have your bib. Um, if you want to buy buy things at the expo, I, I mean, these days, they. It, so if you're going to Walt Disney World, they have the expo. It, it's big enough that they have it split, yeah. where one room is all of the non-Disney vendors. So you're looking at shoes, you're looking at socks, shirts, costumes. Yeah, they have, they have a, a, yeah, headbands. There's a lot of weird running stuff that I would never have really realized, like uh, windbreakers and yeah, headbands and and just stuff that you go, what is? I don't even know what this is for. So for for me at least, when I went through the expo, I was done in 15 minutes. We went back, I think maybe one more time just to check it out, but it just I didn't nothing really grabbed me. But I'm not what you would call a runner. But you, but that's that's not entirely true. You, I had to talk you out of getting running shoes that were haunted mansion. Well, sure. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, shoes are cool. I'm not talking about shoes. Those, those were pretty cool shoes. <laughs> they were pretty Although cool I do shoes. have to say, um, to the dismay of some, uh, New Balance is no longer a sponsor of Run <sighs> Disney, so they don't have fancy special mm. Disney running shoes each year. Um, that, that time has passed. There's a little less uh, of, of that going on at the expo. But really, if you want to be a runner... There's plenty of stuff there where you say, well, do I need this? Do I need a running belt? Do I need an armband with a water bottle? What 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 don't I have? Exactly. Yeah, the uh the the hip um fanny pack water bottle holder for the 5K, like you probably don't need, you probably don't need that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Even it really if you're running Disney, even the half marathon, the full marathon, I haven't run one, but I assume the the half marathon, there there are water stations every couple miles. Yeah. It's it's strategic. If it's really hot in Florida, they'll add a few extra running uh, uh, water stops. It's it's fine. And you right. really don't need to bring water unless you have your own very specific strategic water strategy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, your your hydration uh, plan right there for you. Right. Uh, so so you've got your your bib. Yeah. You've got your stuff. You got the t-shirts you get for each race that you're doing. Um, so then you got the rest of the day to do stuff. Uh, so you can head back to the parks if you want. I would recommend, you know, go ahead, get back to the parks, but maybe don't stay all the way until close. Find a way to keep drinking water throughout the day, unlike most people when they go to the parks. Um, this is like the day before the race? Yeah, the day yeah. before the race. Yeah, keep drinking water. Smart. Don't maybe hit the booze quite so much um, or at all. Uh, don't eat dinner super late. If you've got the last reservation you got, uh, I suppose we're heading away from Disneyland now. Yeah. We're back to the, to, to reality time. Um, don't go to Ohana at the Polynesian and eat a couple pounds of, of, you know, steak skewers and shrimp. Uh, you're going to have to wake up really soon. Right. Yeah. You're almost not on your normal vacation schedule. Oh, absolutely not. I don't know very many people who vacation. And wake up at 3 a.m. Oh, <laughs> a dreadful hour. Uh, yeah, gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's when you really have to wake up. Uh, you, it, it's just one of those realities for races. Um, so these, these days, if you're running in Walt Disney World, uh, you have to wake up at about 3 a.m. because you're going to get on a bus at 3.30 to 4 a.m. Ugh. And, and you're going to get over to the race area and you're going to feel all this pressure to get into your running corral. But they've got a party going on and they've got music playing and they've got people uh, selling continental breakfasts and coffee. Just avoid all that stuff. You don't, you don't need a whole bunch of coffee and breakfast before you go for a run. But <laughs> I will say it, it's all there. Right. It, for, for us at the Disneyland one, it it was there was a party atmosphere. They did have kind of the oh, yeah. energetic music going, which did help. And I feel that like that was a little more up. helpful than coffee. Like because what's the alternative? You're in a parking lot with you know <laughs> fifty thousand other people, and there's no music. Like that would be weirder. But it was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. So uh, they do help you. It was exciting in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's not bad. The entertainment might be a little cheesy, but hey, it's it's yeah. Disney, it's Disney. What can and it's you before dawn, and you'll you'll take what you can get at that point, <laughs> right? For sure. Uh, so you get there, you get there on time. 
unless it's the the marathon weekend. Um, ask Jeremy, uh, you know, about what happened marathon <laughs> weekend this past year. They, they, I think he even mentioned it. There were some problems with the buses. But... Yeah, we've heard that people were getting out of the buses and just walking because of the traffic. Oh, geez. yeah, yeah, pretty pretty great. I missed that one. I I was happy. Oh, um, darn. Yeah, I was sleeping and and that was all. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're you're hitting the bus. You're there. You're at the uh, the the drop off or whatever. Well, yeah. So uh, if it's if it's cold outside, and it, it can be, even in Florida, the the last so the princess races uh, the the ten k. So I didn't run the five k. I ran the ten and the half. Okay. The the ten k was pretty pretty darn cold. Uh, the five k it was pretty darn cold and raining, mm. from what I hear. Um, so you want to wear something. Over your running gear, uh, try to, if you really want to plan ahead, bring some junky sweatshirts, junky windbreakers, something that you feel like you can throw away. Because the benefit is you can bring something that you can just toss off to the side before the race starts or even halfway through the race. Disney's going to pick up all that stuff and donate it to shelters. Oh, because okay. I'm glad you said that, man. That's honestly, nice. because I was sitting there while you were describing that, going, "What a waste!" Well, of I was, clothes. I was just thinking, like, so you're gonna litter? <laughs> yeah, well, just just bring some some styrofoam cups and yeah. drop them on the ground, stomp on them, bring your recycling as much plastic as you can. Yeah, for Make sure. Make sure it will never break down. Right. Well, I mean, I and and. That would be the the reason for buying a windbreaker because then you could roll it up and shove it like in your fanny pack or wrap it around your waist and go if you don't want to do that. But that's that's great. So they they come through and they sweep everything up and they donate it all to charity. I like that. That's good. I've I've that's never cool. heard that before. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's something that they they did at Disneyland. They do it in Disney World for sure. I assume they do it in Paris. I'm I really don't know, but it it's something that. I, I don't think they've ever publicized. It's something I've just heard from other people, or, or even when you're waiting for the race to start, they're like, "If you're ready to throw your windbreakers off to the side, we'll pick them up and donate them to this place." It's it's nice. Uh, it allows you to wear something that you you can use to keep warm, but you don't have to worry about tossing it off to the side because it's going to to a good place. They're going to wash it up. They're going to donate it. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. I like that. What about those uh, mylar blankets at the at the at the end? I guess that's what those are for. Like we got mylar blankets in, at the end of our race, and I'm like, what am I going to do with this? It's you know 75 <laughs> degrees right now at 10:30 in the morning. What, am I, what do I need this for? But I suppose that's what it is. If you if you are super cold and you do throw your stuff away, right? Then that's going to help you warm up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, now those are a little bit different. If you get those at the end of a race, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people will save them for their next race because it's a nice way to warm up. Yeah. It, it, it's good at the end of a race. Even in, even in California, there have been some times at the end of a race, you're all sweaty. You're, you, everything you're wearing is, is wet and, and sweaty. You, you start to – your body does what it's supposed to do when it's, when it's sweaty. It, it evaporates heat very quickly, um, and you start to get a little bit cold. Even if it's decent weather outside, you could get a little bit too cold after okay. a race. So it's good to have that blanket afterward. Hey, I'm unfamiliar with this thing that he's describing. Yes, sweat. I don't understand. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I'm like. I'm like. That literally wasn't me. I mean, I had a little bit of sweat on my shirt because I mean, I I did run. I tried, but I was definitely not like. Oh, I'm cold now because of the sweat. But I understand if if you're trying hard. Then yeah, okay, I or get if, it now. Or if maybe yeah. you do a 10k. Right, right, right. 
we'll talk in a little bit about uh, about the corrals and when you start and 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 like shuffling with ten thousand other people. Right. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. If you if you finish the race, you you get one of those blankets. I see a lot of people showing up the next day. They're doing the challenges. They want it. They're running multiple races in a row. They've got one. They saved it from a previous race. They show up. They've got a nice mylar blanket to to kind of trap the heat. The beginning of the race, you just chuck it off to the side, and um, those I don't I don't think they get donated to a homeless shelter. I I'm doubt not, it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure well, they're not really are, reusable. Um, yeah, I think they're one use kind of things. Yeah, probably. But yeah. At, at, they do make a very big deal out of getting them out of the way before the race starts because apparently they screw up your uh, your race bibs and the start times and everything. So you don't want to mess with your bib hmm. or the bibs of the people next to you. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. So it, they, they, they do make a big deal out of that. Toss them off to the side, especially with a race like we had a few weekends ago where it was, it, I mean, it was like 40 degrees Ooh. Uh, before we started running. Jeez. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it <laughs> can get cold. Awful. I hear. <laughs> right. I, I saw a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay, so now what? We're at the starting line. So, Let's go. So, yeah, you're at the starting line. You, you start running. Um, if you are with, if you've never run before, Run Disney is going to place you at at the back. Yep, that was us <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yep. It, it happens. We've all been there. It's the first. It, run Disney is a great first run experience because it's so friendly. <laughs> because they have such good routes and they take such good care of their runners. It's a great place to start running. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you will start at the back where you'll be let out with a whole bunch of other people. I have seen lately that they've started splitting up corrals. So when you get down to like G corral, instead of letting 5,000 people running at the same time like they used to do, they'll start to split it up into like two or three segments mm-hmm. and and stagger that by a shorter amount of time, you know, a minute or two minutes between mm-hmm. between groups. So you're not necessarily going to have that experience where the first mile and a half is you just kind of shuffling with a bunch of other people going so so when do we run right we exert ourselves yeah i thought this was a run not a walk i'm not gonna lie i kind of loved that part i remember you guys talking about that and i was like well that sounds awesome (laughs) (laughs) just hanging out chatting with my friends yeah where you're like okay i think we can zip around this guy okay and you're sort of like trotting sometimes (laughs) it was really weird Yeah, but that, I mean that's pretty much it. Even in even in the longer races, if you're in toward the back, that's how it could be when you start out running. Yeah, yeah. What I had a problem with was making sure because uh, look, I, we stopped a lot <laughs> along the way. We would run for like a minute or a minute and a half. I'm like, okay, let's stop for five. Well, I was hours. also pregnant. You yeah. can blame me. Uh, yeah, I was actually just talking about me and Terrence, but yeah, oh. you, <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault too. Um, but what I, I was worried about interrupting the people who were actually there that cared right to like <laughs> while, while i'm running yeah. how do i stop so i'm constantly looking around going am i in anybody's way i'm sort of like overly cautious is there a, a protocol for stopping you know so you don't trip anybody else up because you don't have turn signals or brake lights well, in case yeah, you didn't the, know that the, there is as a matter of fact oh. a, a certain etiquette to running i love it um, sometimes run disney says something about it sometimes they don't um basically if if you're running what's customary is to to put a fist up in the air and that signals you're going to stop or slow down now in some races that generally means move to the right people will go to the left 
around you in run Disney races. Sometimes the fast lane is right in the center while people just kind of shuffle off to the sides of the road. Okay. Um, I've seen plenty of people moving off to the left or the right. Uh, what tends to um, upset some of the people who are immediately behind you, surprisingly, is uh, when you put up your fist and then immediately stop <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah. It's kind of like walking down Main Street and saying, hey, honey, we can get a fast pass for Soren. And then you stop and look at your phone for the next two minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. While, while you're getting run down with strollers and, and such. Yeah. Um, so try to make it, it an effort not just to warn people that you're slowing down, but move a little bit out of the way. Whatever the prevailing speed is, it, it really depends on where you are and, and, and how things are flowing. I see a lot of people just run straight down the center if the roads are wide enough, like at Disney World. Um, Disneyland, it was very much a move to the right sort of area because on the left, people were trying to get by you and sometimes they'd end up trampling shrubbery and, and other things on the side of the road. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> My wife is signaling. Move to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you if you can get out of the way, that that really is helpful. Otherwise, it can cause some collisions for people who maybe aren't paying very close attention. And then my wife is falling down on the ground in Epcot. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> that that's just a hypothetical situation. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is part of the the allure of doing these races is you get to run when the park is empty. Yeah. And, well, I mean, empty, you know, with in relation Closed. to like, yeah, right, to the people who are who are uh, not running next to you, sweaty. But you can go, you know, backstage and through these spaces that that you can't really go to. They're hard to access, maybe. So there's a lot of desire to be looking around and to maybe not pay be paying attention to everybody around you because you're looking at this cool thing or whatever. So, uh, yeah, communication is definitely key. Well, there's also like character stops. There's like characters in there where people are standing in line taking photos. So like there's a lot to look at. Yeah. Do they have those in the 10Ks and the halves and stuff like that, Eric? Or is it was it just for the 5K because they realize that nobody really cares for 5Ks? <laughs> no, they absolutely have them in the 10Ks and the huh. halves. So it's a big decision whether or not you're going to stop and, and see who's there. Yeah. Now, the it really kind of depends on the stop. There are some times where you see a giant line and you don't, you can't even see who the character is. Oh my God. Like, oh, well, there's a lot of people stopping. I, I wonder <laughs> if it's, I wonder if it's Aladdin and you, you get up to the front and you're like, Oh, it's one of the Aristocats. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's the drunk one. <laughs> but yeah, it, like it, sometimes it, it pays to run a little bit further forward, see what everybody's waiting for and then, and loop around back. Um, it happens on the 10K and the half. Uh, I've seen strategies from people where they say, well, I'm going to run multiple races because one of them is my character stop race. I'm going to run in costume. I want to see this this person. I want to stop and, and oh, okay. take a picture with them. Oh. Like that's why you're doing it, sort of. Right, right. I mean, I ran – so the, the, the 5K that you ran, that was the, the one of the Avengers races, right? It was the Incredibles. Oh, the Incredibles. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. was that the – Oh, that's right. That was the the Disney uh, Disneyland half marathon that that time. Right, right. the The Avengers races were around when you had your your hundredth show. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> when on one of those races, I ran in a Doctor Strange costume, and I specifically said, "If Doctor Strange is there, I'm going to stop." There was a short line. I saw Doctor Strange. I stopped in, got a picture with him, kept going. Nice. So oh, cool. it, it's 
it's all about what what you anticipate being on the race. Uh, you know that there are going to be characters there in every race. Do you want to go for your personal best time, or do you want to stop and see as many things as possible? If that's the case, then go ahead, take a breather for 10 minutes while you wait in line, and then start running off to the next character. I, you know, I, there's, there's a lot of choices. Yeah, I sort of feel like... The Disney runs aren't for your personal best. I don't think I f- so. Yeah. No. I feel like they're just to have fun while doing something that's slightly annoying and hard. <laughs> What's the <laughs> Actually, I, to that point, I have an actual question. I do too. Oh, an actual one? An actual What were the other a, ones? A real one. Oh my gosh. Is are the Disney runs races? Is there a winner? They always make a big deal out of the first people to cross the finish line. Okay. Uh, so in a way, yes. Uh, the um, half marathon um, at the well, I guess the I, I, I can't quite remember the history off the top of my head right now. But the the reason we have pacers at some of these races is because Disney was one of the first groups that that started to try to get people to meet a certain pace to qualify for bigger marathons like the Boston Marathon and such, where you have to need a certain time to get in so there are some serious people who run really the first group to go well the first group to go is is generally the the wheelchair racers uh, because they have kind of a speed advantage in some cases and they generally don't want people on foot running around them wheel Um, wheelchair racers i feel like that's the easiest race to win you gotta have strong arms Uh, there well yeah it's they're, they're they're counted separately in a lot of cases, but yeah. some of the the competitive wheelchair racers these these guys are flying. It's, yeah, it's I'm, crazy to I'm see them in action. Sort it's, of being a great. jerk on purpose, but um, yeah, I mean that would be kind of fun to try. But <laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, I think that would be uh, thinking about it. That would be harder for me because that's a, that's I would think more cardio because you're not relying <laughs> on you know what I mean. You're not relying on your legs to like propel you forward. You're just the 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 um, there's some momentum the momentum of the chair right but you're like you're constantly uh, you know what I'm trying there's to say well there's also a lot of ab work involved I imagine more than more than with running like if you think about moving a chair like your abs are working the whole time yeah so okay so we're... <laughs> uh, my... so wheelchair racers are done yeah. so, <laughs> first so to go. I have a question after just... that on foot um... is the the elite racers. All right, no, Bev, go ahead. You just if you have a question, oh, yeah. just say the question. Uh, I was just curious. It's not. It's kind of dumb, but okay. what's the craziest costume you've ever seen? Because I don't want to run, but I certainly don't want to run in a costume. <laughs> True. Uh, I, I've seen people running in in large cardboard boxes. <laughs> of course, you have. As, uh, as what? Like. As, like, as Wally, like, as, oh, I see. Um, okay, I, food I, items. I literally thought you meant like just a cardboard box, <laughs> just a, oh, yeah. a brown cardboard box at Amazon. Hey guys, return. I'm an Amazon Prime owner. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Fair enough. Uh, so, I, I mean, really, that that brings up another interesting point. Lots of people run in costumes in these races, and some of them can be ridiculous costumes. <laughs> people can put a lot of time and effort into them. I know I put a lot of time into to mine when I run in costume, but yeah. uh, you have to be a little bit practical because if you're going to run in a cardboard box, realize that <laughs> that's a cardboard's a really good insulator. Oh, that's true. Darn. Um, then you're going to get hot. It's the opposite of moisture wicking shirts that you get <laughs> as part of your race. That's true. You know, I, just running in damp cardboard. Yeah. 
I feel like Tinkerbell is probably a good, like, not a good choice, but a popular choice. But do you see costumes where where they're they're interfering with other people, like the Tinkerbell mm-hmm. wings? Maybe are mm-hmm. your wingspan's too big and you're hitting people on the head, or people can't get around other people in costumes? Is are there problems like that, or is pretty much generally just everyone understanding that we're in a tight space and I had to keep slim and trim? Uh, when it comes to wings, there are a lot of apparently fairly uh, well-fit wings, it, wings that don't really expand all that much, okay. unless you're running as Buzz Lightyear. Ah. So people running as fairies tend to have wings that don't expand very far past their body size. Right, right. Uh, people running as Buzz Lightyear have wings extended that are usually a uh, an inflatable wing. Mm, and okay. I've been hit on multiple races by people wearing Buzz Lightyear wings. <laughs> why are you them. Why are you running as Buzz Lightyear with your them. wings extended? I feel like that's rude. Also, doesn't that create more drag? It makes you slower. Yeah, what is wrong with your microphone right now? It's I don't really know. far away. This yeah. is in front of me, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Fix. Take some time to fix your your mic. Sorry, Biff. Got it. All right, thank you. Uh, anyway, sorry. Or sorry. Go, ahead, go ahead, please. Yes, drag is significant. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a significant concern That's when right. running. Right. Um, I, 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 I don't think most people who are running in costume are that concerned about the practi- practicality of the costume. Um, personally, yeah. I like to make all of my costumes out of athletic fabric because I'm, I, I, I go to a kind of ridiculous level on some of the costumes. Do you? But I, I do. Nice. Yes. What's your That's weirdest? What What's your weirdest? My weirdest yeah. costume? Yeah. Um, I, I go for more more realistic costumes. Like I have a Kylo Ren costume that that it, it definitely falls in the realm of ridiculous because it's multiple <laughs> layers of athletic fabric made to look like Kylo Ren. So my entire body is covered, and I'm running even with the the hood thing. Okay. Wow. No, no mask. No mask. Masks oh aren't man. Allowed, okay. But, right. Oh, they're not allowed. Right, right. No masks aren't allowed. Huh. Um, in run Disney races. Um, I wonder why. Huh. I don't know. Oh, well, um, <laughs> find out for they us. Don't, they don't, they don't allow important. masks in the park at Disney. Oh, uh, even just, they just don't general. allow masks. Okay, That's yeah, true. It's, it's very similar face. to the costume requirements for, for adults and children in the parks. Um, that makes sense. Where, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's a lot of layers, and I've had an awful lot of people stop by and go, Oh, I bet you're really warm. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm running a race. I'm <laughs> definitely warm. As you're pouring sweat. Speaking of things that get in the way when you're running, mm-hmm. um, do they allow strollers during no, the No, they run? don't. Oh, okay. No, no running strollers, um, no dogs. Are dogs usually Good. allowed? Not in most races I've seen. <laughs> but, you know, people try to run with dogs. I don't know. It, I have seen strollers in other runs. Hmm. Yeah, in some runs it's allowed, um, specifically, but definitely not in run Disney races. Okay, yeah. interesting. Okay, I love it. So, we're, we've run the race. Race? Are we still running it? Are we talking um, about afterwards now? You know what? You've you've completely at this point. You've run the race. You've run the race. You won for your age group. Yes. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> right. Got my medal. Your costume was cool and breezy. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it time your, to eat your, yet? <laughs> your dog is home in bed. <laughs> That's right, with your stroller. Right. And your spouse. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so yes, definitely it's time to eat. Oh, thank God. Uh, right. When you cross the finish line, there's an awful lot that you, you get right away. First, first off, uh, make sure the second you cross the finish line, you pop out your phone and you take a selfie. 
<laughs> right. Right on the finish line. Yes. Right. Obviously. On the finish line, okay. there will be people who are yelling at you. Ignore them. Right. They don't, they don't have a selfie. They don't know what this is like. Well, They don't understand how important it is. Well, at this point, right. you're not in the race anymore. You finished it. It's their right. job to get around you. Yeah. Yeah, I right. got you. What are they going to do to you? Come on. <laughs> That's right. They're not your uh, real dad. <laughs> so, so walk a little bit further and get your, get your medal. Yeah. Um, if this is a challenge, meaning you've run multiple races in a row... Um, then you can keep walking into the challenge area where they they check, make sure you are who you say you are. Um, seriously, during the the uh, registration portion, or when, when you pick up your bib, they'll take your picture so that when you cross the finish line, they'll look at your picture and say, okay, that guy has run both races. Um, and then they give you your challenge medals for running multiple races. Keep going. Then you get the the, the best part of the end of a race, you get to have a whole bunch of food piled into your arms. Uh, Powerade followed by water is nice. the, the typical. Get Make sure you've got your favorite Powerade in mind because they have all three. That's right. <laughs> oh. Yellow, blue, and red. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Those are the flavors. So, right. Uh, exactly. That's how you describe them. So <laughs> figure out which one you need. Find the person who's handing out that color. Grab that. Grab a bottle of water. Chug what you need to. Um, then you get your banana, you get a box full of food, and then you get to uh, wander along this meandering crew of people until you can stop and finally sit down and eat something. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing that you will find in that box that's that's almost an absolute is some cheese food. I love this cheese. Is a, it's a highly prized uh, post-race uh, method of refueling. Okay. Um, is it like a dip, yeah. like a dipping cheese? Yeah, yeah. You'll get some tortilla chips or some or pita chips or something to dip in there. It's it's great. Yeah, you know, I, I remember that now. See, yeah, and, it was and, like nacho cheese. And I think of. in my box I didn't have that, and I was jealous because a lot of people had that. Wait, so it's oh man, it's yeah, like cheese whiz. I yeah. guess, yeah. Because huh. I think you're talking like you want something relatively highly caloric to sort of replace your energy. Yeah, and, and salt is yeah. an important point. So you take the salty yeah. chips and you dip them into the salty cheese and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's Sounds what, yeah. great. That's what you are. You're good. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, I mean, they'll have a few other things in there, some, some healthier things like, uh, like a, a pouch of Go-Gurt or, mm-hmm. uh, or, or, or applesauce, whatever the Go applesauce pouch is. Yeah. Um, th- that's great. Go for the, the salty things. Um, but the... Later on in the day, really the, the long-term eating plan is what's important. If you're going to refuel and go for another race, you need to eat like a big lunch later on in the day. If this is the end, if you've done your last race, go and treat yourself. Go to, well, I guess you can't go to Steakhouse 55 because they don't have races there anymore. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> go anywhere. Go to the Polynesian. Right. Go to Trader Sam's. Yeah, there are plenty of places you where you can get a good amount of protein following your meal right and 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 take advantage of it It, you know you you just did something that's probably outside of what you normally do on any given day most people don't run don't wake up and say well the sun hasn't come up i'm gonna run three miles (laughs) that's right i'm gonna get on a bus yeah. <laughs> and do that right. well so that, so that is a good a good question is is and and this was sort of what i was nervous about before we ran our race is how do you enjoy the rest of your time 
after waking up at three in the morning, getting on a, a, a bus and running around till 11 o'clock. Yeah, it, it's entirely up to you. Uh, some people want to be in the parks immediately. If you're a jock like Jeremy, <laughs> you're going to put on all seven medals you just earned and you're going to go to the parks and you're going to annoy everybody with the 10 pounds of metal hanging off of your neck. That's true. A clanging happening behind you, you as he's You walking. can hear that clanking happening. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man, he earned um, that clank. It's true. Exactly. And he has criticized me on multiple occasions for not wearing all of my medals everywhere. <laughs> Come on, let's jock it up. <laughs> I have a question. Let's be jocks. Going back to running. Yeah. So what happens... You're, you're running the race, and you have to use the restroom. Do you just duck out to the... No, I think you just go. You wet yourself. I've heard that. I, I don't think No, that, I'm kidding. I don't know. I mean, but, I know that happens in some races, but I don't think that happens in Disney races. <laughs> you don't have to do either in Disney races. <laughs> <laughs> so you just go like on the n- normal restrooms? They're open, ready to go for you? If you're running through the parks, then yes, there are restrooms that are open. Okay. Um, they're right there. They're They're available for you. Um, there are also porta potties at, at select locations throughout. So, if you're running one of the longer races, like a half marathon, they'll have porta potties probably every time there's a water break. Okay. At least a few of them. I'm curious though, like when you run these long races, I imagine that you're not peeing all that much because you're sweating. You're not drinking a ton of water while you're running, and then you're sweating a lot. Yeah, as Bev sucks on her gallon Jeez. jug of water. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I only brought up the bathroom question because I really have to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a a, a a jug, people. It's a it's gallon comical. jug. It makes her look like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Baby wants wah-wah. <laughs> I'm at feeling awesome. Yeah, and it has like dumb sayings on you? it, too. Like affirmations to keep me on track. Yeah. Where did you get this thing? Amazon. That's where I get everything. Wow. Right. This is going to well, anyway. last you for like a week. And then you're going to be like, nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I set a goal for myself just to do it for one week. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like being overhydrated. Yeah, you wouldn't drink that whole thing and then go run. Mm-mm. No. I-, I mean, maybe if it's your first run. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it takes some time to really get a handle on what you know you can drink during a run. Yeah. I- I've, had, I- I've had to pee during runs. Everybody's had to do it at some point. Um, if if things are optimally balanced, then maybe you don't have to. It's not a big deal. They, they've got plenty of places for you to stop off. Okay. Um, and so, then yeah. and then so managing your time afterwards. Um, I didn't really find it to be too big of a draw. I mean, it was 2017. It was a long time ago. I can't really remember a whole, a whole lot about it. <laughs> um, but you know, after running like a like the 10k or whatever, are you still in the parks? And that's your last race. Let's say, are you still in the parks until like midnight? Typically, I mean, I, I suppose you could be. Well, yeah. Um, well, anybody could be, but are are you? Are you? Am are, I? Are, are no, runners? I mean, is it a thing that you have to worry about? Because it sort of goes back to the question about with that Taryn had about getting a full day ticket for or getting a ticket for like uh, picking up your bib and going to the expo. Are you are you going to be buying a ticket for that day when you're done with the race, and then you're going to poop out in five hours and go take a nap? Uh, it's not that big, right? Could and it's yeah. it's based on on personal preference. I know there have been. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I mean, if it if this is your first time running and it's a big exertion for you, you might want to take a nap for a few hours. You might want to hit the parks at the crack of two p.m. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that's so, a good point. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it 
there's nothing wrong with buying a ticket for the day and just going and, and doing something casual at the parks for a little bit, wherever you are. Uh, I, I mean, I've definitely taken naps after races. I've also had times where I'm like, I feel great. And let's just go and spend the entire day out there. Um, it's all about what you really want to do and what you feel like you can handle. If you're doing the um, wine and dine mm-hmm. run in particular, after the half marathon, they have a party in Epcot that goes until about 2 a.m. Oh, geez. And doesn't start until 10 p.m. Wow. So you would have to take a nap that day. That's insane. uh, Yeah, yeah. The last time I went through it, I didn't didn't manage my time properly. And I know I I, I remember calling my wife and she's like, are you you falling asleep right now? Where are you? (laughs) I'm in Epcot. Yeah, I'm falling asleep. Um, because I didn't take a good nap afterward. Oh, I've no. been up since 3 a.m. It's, it's, it's quite late. Like, just take, take a nap. Don't take spend nap. the entire day in the parks. Right. Okay. I, I mean, maybe if you're, if you're a young, you know, spry person, you can handle all that, I suppose. <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. I just wanted to, to, to talk about that briefly because in case that's anybody's barrier to doing one of these. You know what I mean? Uh, well, let's chat about some of the races that that are out there for for people to 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 go run and how much it costs and all that kind of fun stuff all the good well, stuff yeah sure yeah so if you are itching you're just wow i can't believe how great this sounds i would love to go to a disney park and wake up at 3 a.m. <laughs> and go for a run uh you can still sign up for the star wars rival run weekend uh the the uh 5 and 10k are both sold out but the half marathon and the challenge which means the half plus the 10k are still available uh when is that when's the star the rival run is that what it's called yes rival run weekend that's april 16th through the 19th okay um those they they call it the rival run because there used to be on the west coast the star wars light side half marathon and on the east coast they had the dark side half marathon now they said, oh, wait, we don't do anything in Disneyland anymore. <laughs> so they, they combined it. Okay, gotcha. good. You, you get to pick a bib that says you're on the dark side or the light side. Oh, how and, fun. Um, yeah, it, cool. it's, it's kind of fun. And um, the, really the, uh, the, the main draw is you get to run um, with a lot of cool Star Wars stuff. Uh, I, I have to say... I did the, the Ravel Run weekend last year, mm-hmm. and um, there was a really cool point where we were running between the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. So we're running down some random dark access road in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly there's like the music, star- the Star Wars music starts up. There are lights flashing. It's, they've got speakers everywhere. It sounds like there's a space battle going on right above you. <laughs> like TIE Fighters and X-Wings going. It, it was really oh, wow. well done. They had fireworks and, and all that happening in the background. That's it was cool. really cool. That's nice. I like that. Um, how much is that? Uh, if you just want to run the half, that's 205. 205. The challenge is 350. Okay, that's not. I mean, that's God. a lot of running. So. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out if it's worth it or not. I, I don't know. Is it worth it, Eric? You've done it. I mean, did, uh, did you? Do you think that that's a good value for for the experience you had? Well, yeah. Not not only did I do that last year, but I also did the the virtual half marathon. The, what is so, that? What does that mean? I could run yeah, in virtual okay. reality all day. Hell yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. Right. No, the virtual. I'm doing half it right marathon, now. 
means at, you can walk out your back door and start running. Okay. Um, and at the end of it, you say, I ran a half marathon. Disney says, here's a medal. No way. And they don't, you don't need to prove it. It's the honor system. You're basically buying a medal. It's, yeah, you're basically buying a medal. It's pretty okay. much honor system. You don't even have to run it in one session. I did actually run a half marathon out my, my front door one day, but it, really, you could run a mile every day for a couple of weeks. Okay. And at the end, say, I ran 13.2 miles, and they say, here's a medal. Hmm. Um, huh. So I did that whole thing. So if you want to do the virtual half marathon and the half marathon, that's 274. If you want to run the 10K and the half marathon and the virtual half marathon, that runs $419. Um, wow. I will say I've done a lot of other, other, other half marathons and other races outside of Disney. Uh, it seems like a lot sometimes, but Disney races are bar none the best organized races out there see that's sort of what i'm driving at about about the price because it, it would have to be for this many people to keep doing it and for it to be this popular um and it's i mean it's disney they're not going to do anything well i shouldn't say that they're not going to do anything um halfway but uh, uh i would imagine that they're that they're pretty well done comparatively to other races that i've never run before in my entire life yeah, in general, yes. Yeah, um, we we have some some random mix ups lately, like the the marathon where people had to walk or run a couple of miles just to get to the start line. Sure, oh, geez. sure, but that'll happen, right? <laughs> I mean, will it? I don't know. I mean, they do own their own property, and maybe they should have known that every single day at five to six a.m. people showed up at Hollywood Studios to line up for Rise of the Resistance. Maybe they could have figured yeah, that out. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Look, that was the era of Iger, okay? Now we're in Chapek land. <laughs> right. That'll never happen yeah. with my boy. Right. Yeah, Bobby Bobby C's on it. That's right. Bobby, Bobby C. C. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, in general, these races are very well put together, very yeah. well organized. You get more more water stops than a lot of other races. You get to do cool things like run through a Disney park, every single race, even the five K's right now, the five K's at, at, at uh, Disney world run around and through Epcot. Nice. That's cool. Who doesn't want to run through world showcase early in the morning? It's, (laughs) it's really cool. Yeah, it is a very good experience. Um, What about the uh, club run Disney? I know Jeremy talked a little bit about that. I think on one of the in-depth episodes, um, but I want your take on that. If you could, if you could take us through that a little bit. Well, my take isn't that much different from Jeremy, <laughs> but maybe I'll be a little more uh, descriptive. Uh, descriptive? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Um, so, uh, so, so, Club Run Disney is a brand new experience that Disney started offering just within the last few weeks. Uh, you can sign up. There are three different levels. There's silver, gold, and platinum. Um, Silver level runs about $265. Gold is $478. Platinum is $798. These are annual fees. Oh, okay. So it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, with, with these, um, at all levels, you get a jacket. Oh, I love jackets. Yes, jackets are great. Like you what get a kind magnet. of jacket? I love magnets. Oh, 
Oh, you get a running type jacket. That I mean, really, run Disney jackets are pretty high quality. That, okay. They're nice jackets. Yeah. Okay. It's a Letterman. You get love leather sleeves. That's literally like what sleeves. I imagined. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can give it. You can give it to your to your boo. That's right. And uh, here's a pin. Let's go to prom. You're going steady. Um. So you get a jacket. You get a magnet. I love magnets. Also, we don't have enough magnets. Everyone's heard right. me talk about magnets. I love magnets. Oh yeah, <laughs> magnets are great. You get a membership card. Ooh. See now you're talking. At first, Eric, I wasn't I wasn't with you. I was lying about enjoying jackets and magnets, but membership cards, I love cards. You can exactly you can feel the sense of entitlement that you get from having a plastic card <laughs> That's right. with your name on it. Okay. Your name on it. Oh, I love that. Not somebody too. else's. Yeah. Uh, unless you steal it. Um, what else do you get? Uh, well, at the higher levels, uh, you can register for races earlier. Okay, which is that sort of be a, a big deal. It is sort of a deal because those sort of they sell out. They tend to sell out fast, right? In some of the bigger ones. Yeah. So the the princess often sells out early. Mm-hmm. The marathon weekend sells out fairly early. The wine and dine sells out very quickly. Okay. So so sell, getting to uh, to buy in earlier is is good. Um, if you, the only other way you can do something like that is if you have an annual pass or you're a, a Disney Vacation Club member, um, then you have a early the, the ability to purchase a, a week or so earlier. Um, so, the, I mean, that, that can be an advantage if you don't have one of those other things. Um, now, at the highest levels, you also get uh, apparently the ability to um, enter some exclusive race areas where they have refreshments before and after the race Ooh. you can get um reserved tickets for you so you can go up to a race and say hey uh wine and dine i know you're sold out but i'm a run uh disney <laughs> club member at platinum level do you have a ticket for me oh so they're setting them aside for you yeah so it's basically like being an annual pass holder yeah it's like being an annual pass holder but you actually get stuff got it (laughs) right yeah right there is there is some sort of uh you know pat on the back thank you for giving us your money (laughs) but you still have to pay for the races separately you are absolutely correct after (laughs) spending eight hundred dollars per year you do have to buy the race tickets the race bibs so before I make a judgment, are you part of this club? Uh, no, you can judge away. It seems insane. Got you fooled. You actually <laughs> am a member of this club. I have silver, gold, and platinum all just for and me. And Bobby C's standing behind me ready to judge you. <laughs> That's right. He's an aluminum baseball bat. He's coming to your town. I just I don't get this. It just It's like... Um... I don't get it either, honestly. It's like the wishing well or, or anything else Disneyland wishing that has like well, water where people just like throw money into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Here, well, take more. At least that gets taken up and given to charity. I mean, yeah, this, <laughs> that's true. This is just a weird like here, let me give you I, I don't give Disney enough money. So here, just take a little bit more and give me a jacket. Yeah, and a that's magnet. Crazy. It's the most expensive yeah. jacket in your life. Yeah. Well, you get to you get to, to pay money to register early for the chance to give more money. Right. Yeah, which is, I mean, look, if you're into it, I guess, you know, whatever, but... Uh, We're broken. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe everyone else is. Which no, w- no, I mean, we as collectively. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Eric, which of these races is your favorite? Mm. Well, excluding the, the, the Disneyland races. Of course, you're right, right. Uh, which, I mean, 10K, half marathon, both of them run through both parks. 
and they were great, and I miss them. Same. After that moment of silence, um, <laughs> the it really it it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. Most of the a lot of the races have a very similar route lately, where okay. you start either at Epcot or at uh, in the parking lot outside of Epcot or in the parking lot outside of Magic Kingdom, and you run through various places. Uh, the a lot of the half marathons will run through Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, through a few of the resorts, and then over to Epcot for the ending. It's a it, I, I really like that route. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it varies throughout the day. Uh, you're Walt Disney World has a lot of ground to cover, and you get to run through a lot of it and go through areas that you normally wouldn't think to run near, like the water treatment plant. <laughs> yeah um, cool it's a highlight every yeah. time well it sounds like it's very uh you know technologically it's memorable yeah well i hope so yeah better be for uh, that much money oh yeah now the the walt disney world marathon the marathon goes through all four parks and is notable because it takes you through cinderella castle which is mm. pretty great it's one of those things that every runner got to do at disneyland but y- you have to be part of an elite group running a full marathon uh, to go through the castle, unless I discovered you're running the princess half marathon, uh, and the princess half marathon runs basically from Epcot up to the Magic Kingdom, okay, through the castle, uh, and then back down to Epcot. So, really, it, you get some of that great experience of running through World Showcase, running through the the construction wasteland that is. Epcot right now, <laughs> right? Uh, but you also get to run through a little bit of the Magic Kingdom. You get to run through Tomorrowland. You get to run through Cinderella Castle. Get the photo ops. Get all that good stuff. But most of the route is this grueling straight run, right up one road and then right back down that same road. Hmm. It's a long distance between Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I w- people don't realize that. Yeah, I was kind of thinking when you were saying that. I'm like, I don't remember those parks being in sort of a a running distance. But then again, nothing is in a running distance no. for me. Yeah. So, well, valid I mean, there. you know what I mean. So, uh, I I wouldn't challenge you. So, it sounds like if if you want that experience, do the Disney Princess. But you're in for you're in for a rough ride. Some running. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. Hmm. Well, anything else, Eric? Uh, I, you know, if if there's nothing else, I think we can wrap it up and shift to a little Disney news, which I hope you'll stay for if you want oh, to, to chime in. But uh, any other tips or tricks that you can give to people who may not either have run anything or they have, but they hated it, and maybe we can make their, their time a little bit better? Okay. Um, that's a lot. You, I know that's a lot to feed you right there. I apologize. Uh, yes, yes. I have to motivate that's a right. nation right now. Multiple yes. nations. You're, you're international. Oh, of course we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Uh, is Thomas on? I haven't, I haven't been in the chat. I assume <laughs> Thomas is on. I'm sure he's there. If he's not, I'm going to have words with him. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, really, there's uh, there are a lot of reasons to to run this kind of race. I mentioned before, it's a great first race opportunity because it's not super intense. You're never going to have somebody who gets all upset with you. You 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 slow down too much during this portion. <laughs> get off to the side of the road. But, it, like it's a Disney race. We all get it. Yeah, and you're talking any Disney race. 
any Disney race that I have run personally, I right. I've run at the back of the the back corrals. I've run in the front corrals. It okay. People are generally pretty friendly because they know they're on Disney property. They everybody's happy. Got it. Okay. I'm sure there's some people who aren't, but I, I like to think everybody's happy. <laughs> right. Um, now, if you're really looking for some motivation, uh, 5Ks are a great place to start. They sell out almost instantly on every single race, unless you're going to do the virtual races. Um, now, I, I I may, you know, malign a little bit of the, the, the virtual races because it is pretty much just running on your own and telling Disney, hey, please send me a medal. But right. uh, every every summer, Disney puts out a virtual series of 5Ks. So June, July, and August, they have uh, they have virtual races. They're about fifty bucks each. You get a you get a medal at the end. You can get it. You can do the challenge where you get um, you, you run. You you say you're going to run all three, and you get all three medals plus an additional medal that says, "Hey, I ran all three. Uh, three miles." may seem like a lot starting out but it's it's totally a thing that you can do if you really want to do it i know multiple people that have started out just by doing these disney virtual races these 5k's right out their front door go run a few miles come back tell disney you did it and you're done you know yeah and and we were sort of making fun of it but i'm, I'm trying to remember back to when taryn and i were quote unquote training mm -hmm. for our run and you know I looked up a whole bunch of articles about how to actually start running because you're, you know, and, and like lengths of time to do that and how long to rest in between because it's not just a matter of, oh, you run for a minute until you feel tired and then you stop until you don't. You're never going to get training or, 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 or stronger, right? Thank you very much. Um, but I think the virtual uh, marathon would be a good way to motivate you because you do get a prize at the end. The, for us, the prize at the end was not looking completely gassed <laughs> at the first Disney 5K yeah. we've ever run in our entire lives. So that is, that is kind of cool. It, I yeah. feel like it's, you know, a little pricey maybe, but you do get a medal. So that's nice. Yeah, you get a medal. You get a shirt too. You, you get all the good oh, stuff. Ah. Um, and, and now that I think about it, I, I think the, the, the virtual half marathon is 50 bucks. Oh, okay. The, the 5Ks have to be less. I, I, I don't remember what those are off the top of my head. Can we right talk now. about those shirts, by the way? Because the shirt that we... Oh, yeah. I, I gave my shirt away. It's the, the Gildan uh, Heavy. It's a heavy... It's a weighted blanket in a shirt form. It was so the, the the fabric is so heavy, I'm never going to wear it. I gave it away. It's because they're cheap. I like the I like the thinner... You know, the thinner shirts. Those are my jam now. The blends. Yeah, the blends. Those, I like the blends. Those are more expensive. Which, by the way, all of the shirts in the Etsy shop... Our blends. Anyway, I just wanted to complain about that. <laughs> well, I want you to do something. Go about for it. it. Thank you. I just <laughs> did it. I I don't know. They they have changed shirt manufacturers recently where they've made a, a thicker fabric. Fabric. It's still athletic fabric. It it still wicks okay. I've I've done a few runs in the newer shirts. Oh. Um. There were shirts for a while that were super thin, almost too thin. Like they really they really haven't held up. Okay. After multiple washings, uh, it, it's kind of a a, a line. I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, it's a shirt you get quote for free with yes. your your hundred twenty dollar race yes. it's not rolled into the price at all <laughs> no not at all yeah no nor is I mean, it the cheap. metal the metal is worth two hundred dollars alone <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah, a we're talented artist made that for you yeah well of course they did yeah uh all right eric well hey i think uh i think we've talked a lot about the run disney experience 
I really want to do it again. If it comes back to Disneyland, I'll think about it. Um, oh, if it comes back to Disneyland, 100%. You'll think about I'll it? I'll be there. No, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably do it too. It was I fun. liked the 5K. It's harder now with Alice, but maybe we could uh, like bring your family or let something her, they could watch Let her sit on that. the sidelines with her Auntie Bev. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you're no. If, if it comes back to oh, Disneyland, yeah. every, we're all running it. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Guys, I have... My wife, someone that you've met once, will watch your child. It's fine. I oh, there you go. foot problems. You have bone spurs? That yeah. is just a lie. I mean, it's not a lie, but it's it's an excuse. <laughs> 100% is a true story. Yeah. Well, Eric, hey, man, I appreciate the, the time you took to help us out a little bit with the old Run Disney thing. If this inspires anybody to, to give us uh, to, to, to do the race... Give us a call or not give us a call. Give us a call. I'm I'm so give ears up a call. I'm distracted because Bev is leaving. She's doing things, and so no, I'm she's trying going to think to the about, bathroom because know, she's drinking a gallon of but water. But I understand. But I was I was trying to then plan what I was going to say that we could take a break because Bev has to go to the bathroom. Oh, and you know, it's a whole I thing. This is, I get very distracted very easily. So uh, anyway, Eric, thanks a lot, man. I I really appreciate it. And you're going to stick around for news, right? We got uh, I don't know 15 minutes of news to get through. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, before we get to the news, the 21st Amendment has been serving craft beer in the San Francisco Bay Area for 19 years. From their initial brew pub, actually, it's probably 20 years now <laughs> since this copy was written. From their initial brew pub on 2nd Street, just two blocks from Giant Stadium in San Francisco, to their production brewery and tap room across the bay in San Leandro, the 21st Amendment is now available in 29 states, including in and around the parks. Next time you're in San Francisco, visit the brew pub and then shoot over to neighboring San Leandro to check out the new production brewery and tap room for great beers and good food. It actually should be great beers and great food because the food there is amazing. And be sure to ask for the 21st Amendment wherever you find good craft beer. Um, What am I doing? Here we go. March in the past, <laughs> present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the years of Disney news. It's totally appropriate because I'm like super grouchy today. So I'm like, everything is terrible, including this intro. This intro is amazing. I don't think it ever can go back. Yeah. Well, I don't think it can. Yeah. So Um, I'm super excited to be part of this. (laughs) Good. And feel free to jump in whenever you want to say something. We will, uh, you know, we may not make fun of you. We'll see. Sounds like a deal. Um, you were mentioning about, uh, well, what did you say? Rise of the Resistance, but I'm going to translate that into Star Wars land. Apparently, there is a secret Chewbacca mode on Smuggler's Run. Oh, so there might be a good thing about that ride. Yeah, but it's, it, it, I'm trying to figure out how I feel about it because it sort of annoys me. Why? Well, let me, oh, let me okay. read you the, uh, let me read you the article and then, uh, and then here we go. So, uh, the hack has to be done like an old video game cheat code. You need to make certain inputs by a certain time in order to bring Chewy Mode online. Uh, first and foremost, here's how you do it. Let me just turn this music down. It's distracting me. Uh, first and foremost, do not activate your position right away like you normally do, which I sort of forget uh, what that actually means, but apparently don't do anything. Uh, left and right pilots, you know, you have two pilots on that right, need to push their controls to the extreme left or right, or extreme up or down. Jeez. So okay. nobody, nobody has to. So you, def, you definitely have to be sort of in sequence with everybody else that you're riding with, yeah, like, which might mean complete strangers. So if you can imagine already, this is why I'm annoyed. 
Imagine you're a solo queuing for that ride and you get in and you go, hey guys, I heard about how we can get Chewbacca mode and you're trying to get everybody on board and there's like a six-year-old with their grandma going, I just want to ride the ride. Like, what do you get on the don't. Pace? I don't feel like you can do this unless you have a party of six. Like, that's what that's how you make this Agreed. work. Yeah. But uh, who has five friends? <laughs> Agreed. Who has mm-hmm. one friend? Uh, once you've done that, then you can hit your activate button. So your pilots need to do their thing first. Then... Engineers and the gunners need to hit one of the white buttons on their console before hitting the orange activation button. Kind of like using a shift on a keyboard. So you hold the white button down and then hit the orange button, I guess. I hate this. There's already too much to do. Exactly. Finally, be sure you've done this before cast member finishes checking your seatbelts. And then hits the OK to go button. So, you know, they come through and they do the thing. So when the cast member is in, because that starts the ride. Right, of course. When the cast member is still in there, then you have to coordinate with everybody. No, you've you've done it all ahead of time. That's why you have to be in a group of six. You've already, everybody knows their thing. That's why it's it's actually, it doesn't Mm. seem like it's that hard because it's like you have one job. I guess. Um, so you have your party of six. You're, you know who's going to be the pilots, who's going to be the yeah. gunners, who's going to be the other. You've planned people. it all out. You just get in there. You do it. I yeah. I, I still hate it, too. Because and I'm never going to test it out because I'm never going to go on that ride again. Well, right. And they say if you do it right, Chewie will be yelling at you for five minutes. Sweet. Yeah. So Because so, there weren't enough people yelling at me when I wrote that ride. So there's three reasons why I just completely hate this. Number one, there's too much to do. It's too confusing. Number two, Why? Why now? Who invented this mode where they go, well, you know what we should do is have Chewbacca, who's nowhere in the Millennium Falcon with you, be yelling at you for literally no reason. And then for the second, th- fourth reason why, it's it, it's confusing. It's a, it's a lot of steps. And so if it, it's yet another thing that you can fail at <laughs> doing this ride. I think this is... It, I think it's annoying. I it mean, annoys me. It just annoys me. Like, why not? Now? A ride. It's who, a video game. who programmed this? That's exactly why it's perfect. Who programmed Because this? it's a video game. It's not a ride. It's a video game, and all video games have weird things like this. It makes perfect sense, and I think it's great. Eric, please tell why. T- please tell Taryn why she's wrong. I, I mean, it does put a lot of stress. Uh, I, I see what you're saying, but but Thanks. really, Thanks, man. We've never had we we've never had that whole stressful situation we all imagined where at the end of the ride it permanently affects your status within the land i mean yeah that's that's what ultimately made me most anxious about galaxy's edge and now it's just one cast member going did you try to crash into everything (laughs) (laughs) yes yes i did yeah thanks Uh, speaking of, actually, speaking of reasons why we're not, uh, having that ride influence the rest of our time in Disney, uh, in Star Wars land, new Disney CEO Bob Chapek has a salary revealed for the first time. And the amount will shock you. It won't. No, it really won't. Actually, it (laughs) might. I don't know. What do you think, Bev? How much do you think Bob Chapek, the CEO, so, so in case you don't know, Iger, uh, replaced his position with Chapek, but there's like a 20 month sort of tutoring or, or mentoring thing where uh, Iger's still hanging around and it's going to so help Chapek transition. Still 
collecting his mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's salary. transitioned to like creative strategist or whatever. I think he's working more in the entertainment with the movie side of stuff. Chapek knows what he's doing, but he's the CEO of a major corporation, so Iger's still going to help him out. Anyway, how much do you think Chapek's making? How much is Iger making? Do we know that? Um, I forget, but just don't worry about it. Okay. In the millions. And I, was, I thought it was like 40. Yeah, I think it Well, that was with his bonuses and okay. stuff. Okay. I'm going to say 17. 17 mil flat sal. Yeah. Taryn? As a starting salary? It's I think I don't know. I think yeah. he make he's making less than Iger. How much was Iger making? I don't know. Damn. That's that's, that's a safe that's a safe bet. <laughs> Cuz if you don't know, <laughs> Eric, do you know? Uh let me let me ask Bobby C here. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> He um, says seven mil. Oh damn! He thinks. He's well, not sure. Well, he's not sure. I mean, it's hard to count the zeros, really. Um, on All Tuesday, right. it was formally announced that Bob Chebek will be taking over the role of chief executive officer at the uh, Walt Disney Company, effective immediately, which sort of threw the stock into a bunch of turmoil. According to the Hollywood Reporter's Alex Weprin, Weprin, did you have the Weprin? Uh, <laughs> do not point your Weprin at me. <laughs> Chebek's new contract. Will last until February twenty eighth, two thousand twenty three, with an annual salary of two point five million dollars. Oh, really? That's much less than I thought. Me too. Did anybody tell Bobby Snee because he doesn't know about that? He, no, yeah. Don't let let him down easily, though. I feel like uh, um, he will also reportedly have a target bonus of seven point five, with an annual <laughs> long term incentive grant of fifteen million. Okay, so that's where he's getting all of his. Money. That's where he's. But but what shocked me was that that for for just a straight salary for the Walt Disney Company, you're getting two and a half million dollars, and your bonus structure is so high. It's almost eight million dollars in just bonus. That's, it, that to me seems crazy. It's it's crazy, but it does sort of make sense from a business standpoint because it forces him. He has to um, perform. Perform. Yeah. 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 But the hard part is, you know, all of the Asian parks are closed. There's three parks closed. Yeah. I think Paris is closed now. It's not. I, I was just looking. It's currently not. Okay. Just rumored. Just rumored. Okay. I wonder, I mean, they're going to have a conversation. You know they're talking already about what to do about the American park. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So at some point, are they going to close down? I know that a lot of the coronavirus cases, not a lot of the, but there are more coronavirus, uh, coronavirus cases coming to light in L.A. I mean, you know, that's already been the site of measles outbreaks, for God's sake. Like, there's, there's got to be, there's got to be a plan down. Chapex bonus is I wonder if that's adjusted or if this bonus structure will reflect the turmoil of Oh yeah. of the world it's gonna, this year. It, it's it 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 has to all be tied into how the company does. Bev. I don't have, have the been to LA or Washington or <laughs> China or Italy or South Korea lately? I have not been anywhere other than my living room recently. Yeah. I have allergies. All right. Um, you guys remember, of course, all the fun that we had talking about the giant fight in Toontown last year? Yes. That was terrible. That was terrible. Well, apparently, there's been uh, sentencing. Oh. So this is a uh, breaking, not breaking news. So but did if, they actually show up to court? A nice follow-up. Yeah, for sure. Um, Avery Desmond Edwin Robinson. That's one man. That's one person? That's one man. Pleaded Song guilty name. to a felony count of corporal injury on a cohabitant. So I guess that so this is like the Buster Rhymes looking guy yeah. who was beating on his girlfriend. That's the cohabitant. A, a count of assault with force likely to produce great bodily injury, which also has sort of a, kind of a burn 
because if it, assault with force likely to produce great bodily injury almost sounds like that's all you got. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't actually even do it. <laughs> I know, it's like, oh, you can't really. You can't even. You can't even produce great bodily injury. You just tried to. I think that's the closed fist. Yeah, thing. I know. I'm just. I'm being funny. Um, account of assault with a deadly weapon, which I think is also, that also the, fist. Might be the closed yeah. fist thing. Um, two counts of criminal threat, five counts of battery, and four counts of child abuse and endangerment, which Dude. all of those apparently are misdemeanors. What? Wow. He accepted a plea bargain from Orange County Superior Court judge. Uh, Robinson will also have to pr- participate in a batterer's treatment program as well as complete eight hours of community service. Eight? Eight whole hours? Wait, so he what? He doesn't have to go to jail? No, I think he gets uh, six months in jail. Sorry, I should have told you that. Six months in jail starting like immediately, so the other day. So he's in jail uh, immediately right now. Can he go back to Disneyland ever? Yeah, uh, I don't right. think so. I think he was banned. I think yeah, we banned. already knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he faced up to seven years in prison. Wow, he got a, he has a good lawyer. Yeah, apparently. Okay, so um, his sister faced and still faces the following charges. Four misdemeanor charges of battery for attacking her brother, his girlfriend, and a Disneyland employee. One count of misdemeanor assault for attacking her brother's girlfriend. She faces two and a half years if convicted. And then the homie's uh, brother-in-law faces one misdemeanor count of battery for punching Avery's girlfriend in the face. He faces six months. So if if the guy who assaulted everybody got six months, this guy who assaulted one person who's facing six months shouldn't get anything. What happened to grandma? um, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But Robinson appeared in court, but nobody else did. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, it's still (laughs) still ongoing. And... uh, Jeez, just crazy, wow. man. What wild, are you going to do? Wild, wild west. Yeah. Uh, here's something from the Disney World side of things. Disney World people mover trains apparently collided. Did you hear about this, uh, Eric? There's a, lot, there's a lot going on in Disney World. No, I, I haven't heard about any calamities since uh, the, the, the Jungle Cruise. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Oh. We're going to talk about it. We're talking about it right now uh this time the people mover attraction which is located in the is it do you think eric is the people mover really an attraction i feel like it's so well i guess it is it's like i I seek it out Uh, anybody who's from the from the west coast seems to seek it out if they they want a little bit of nostalgia uh my nieces love the people mover i i think it's a great place to sit down and at uh, for for at least a couple of minutes, ride through Space Mountain in the dark. Yeah, I love it too. I we rode that thing like three times. It was great. Oh yeah. Um, I guess I was sort of confusing with a monorail. Like, do you find the monorail to be an attraction? I feel like it's just a conveyance. Uh, I think this is well. It was a matter for the Supreme Resort. It's it's apparently buttoned up. I don't know. Oh god. Um, I don't know if it's a, an attraction. I okay. I like the monorail. Sometimes we seek out the monorail. Like, well, I guess we should take the monorail one time over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so apparently um, the people mover had to be shut down the other day after two trains collided on the track, which apparently at some point that's they weird. share the same track. I don't know, right? I would think. Well, um, when you say collided, do you mean they, they like one was coming from one direction, one was coming from the other direction, or I, one rear-ended the other? I don't know. I can finish the story if you want. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Both trains were occupied with Disney Park guests and were forced to be evacuated. While no one was injured, which I feel like there's a lawyer out there somewhere going, why? (laughs) How is nobody injured? And the ride has since been restored. This is uh, blah, 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 blah. 
So that yeah, did, I don't know. That didn't answer. No, it didn't question. answer. It, yeah, it's probably a rear end. It, like thinking. it's yeah. not a. It, it's not like an omni mover where they're on one separate. They're on one like connected track thing. They're each car is separate and they're propelled by these these impeller motor things. Um, it, it's like the different. I guess there's a big difference between the the drive system of the Walt Disney World people mover and the uh rest in peace uh disneyland people mover but the (laughs) the the one on the the east coast actually moves the cars separately so there's a potential that they could slam into each other sure why not um yeah well now that eric already ruined it spoiler alerted it oh one of the jungle cruise boats the previous day so the people mover happened after this incident the jungle one of the jungle cruise boats Took on water at <laughs> Disney World, and the, everyone says sunk. And I don't know if that's really necessarily true. I think it hit the maybe the bottom of like the the pit. I guess maybe it did sink. I think I technically know. it I guess, sunk. Yeah, I, the term for that is sunk. <laughs> I guess yeah. you're right. I don't know. I just wanted to be. It, it, it's not like the entire thing was submerged, but yeah, right. Exactly. I just had a did it like ground. I just had a panic attack that I didn't ground it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. It just it just it bottomed, man. Um, it was on the normal run during the middle of the day when it took on water and sank. Fortunately, uh, the water in that Jungle Cruise River is pretty shallow, so the part of the boat containing passengers didn't take too much water on. It was about 12.30 Eastern, causing the entire ride to close down while they had to take everybody off the full boat. Jungle Cruise reopened for guests about 90 minutes later. That's a fast turnaround. Right? Yeah. No injuries, of course, but there are great photos online yeah. of people like basically sitting on the side of the boat or in some cases literally just standing in the water on the boat because what are you going to do? Well, what got me about those photos is that everybody seems to be standing on the seats yeah. and like kind of hanging over the side of the boat. And I'm like, I'm just thinking about what a nightmare this is for that cast member because like you're obviously not allowed to do that. But then what are you going to tell people? No, you have to stand in the water. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. At that point, you can't do anything. No. And I think those those rules are in place more for when the boat's moving. But it, it's a very unusual circumstance. And I would have done the same thing. Like, I, do whatever you want, you guys. I don't care. <laughs> But, well, like, it's also like a liability because they could fall out sure. of the boat. And so that's where I'm like, oh, at this geez. point, the whole thing's a liability. I don't yeah. know. But Our I want to know. Wage doesn't cover that. <laughs> no. That's true. No way. Um, I want to know what Disney did to compensate everybody because there's like the photo that I saw. You get there's, to ride again. <laughs> there's a kid of like nine standing in water. What's, he, what's everybody going to do about shoes? They're going to get new shoes. And yeah. socks, right? And new socks. <laughs> yeah, you're just giving it away? I think I think that they probably got new shoes and I new I mean, socks. If, if people got free one-day park hopper passes because the Skyway closed down, imagine what that they got out of here. That was for hours, though. That's that only, was... only three. Look, this, I'm, this saying ev- a... I'm saying everyone on that boat, <laughs> eat at uh, Club 33. They don't have one there. Yeah, they do. They do? Oh I, yeah, I didn't know that either. It's right outside the Jungle Cruise. It's it's right across the way. It's right behind the Skipper Canteen, which is a great restaurant. Oh. Uh, they have their they have a Club Thirty Three in all the uh, the parks on the East Coast now. For some reason, I thought um, that they had. Oh, I thought it was exclusive. Also, no, I, I I knew that Japan had one. I for some reason I didn't know that Disney World had one. Or yeah, it's right across own. the bridge into Adventureland. Uh, it's. It, it, I, I think you reported on it a while back, but yeah, it's I'm it, sure it we did. was kind of a quiet thing. <laughs> Here, let me tell you which episode. That's right. <laughs> um, here's a story that I just love, and it's a little convoluted reporting, so my 
report on it. It's going to suck. But uh, Sam the Eagle may just be the beginning of a new Muppets attraction at Epcot. Oh, your dream come true. It really is, honestly. Um, Apparently, there's a new uh, barbecue fast casual restaurant in the uh, American Adventure in Disney World called the Regal Eagle Smokehouse featuring Sam the Eagle from the Muppets, which we uh, talked about. Um, it was first announced last June, but it w- apparently wasn't until last month that Disney confirmed the addition of the Muppet character to the new Smokehouse with no mention or even hint of an IP connection in any prior release or blog post regarding the restaurant, which is uh, kind of weird, but it's also sort of what Chapek does, where he packs a lot of stuff with IP. Hmm. Um and that's what people are assuming is happening. But there are rumors, and you know how much we love rumors, uh, but there are there's a team of Imagineering that is sort of trying to figure out how to bring the Muppets back into upcoming attractions. Good you know, for them. Yeah, they had... Um, what was that one thing that they had, Eric, in Disney World in um, like Liberty Street that the, the um, Muppets were a part of that closed down and then came back briefly? Yeah, oh, it was fantastic. It was the... the um, what do they call it? The history of the world, but mostly American parts. I can, yeah. I, it's something along that line. Yeah, it was something like that. Um, so anyway, that's really the gist of the of the rumor is that they they shove Sam the Eagle back in, or into the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Um, is it the Muppets present great moments in American history? I think that's the new one. Oh, that's the one that kind of came back for like a brief run. Mm. Anyway, I'm excited. I love more Muppets, man. I really want Muppets back in Disneyland. Muppets are my jam. I love them very much. Um, Any vegans out there, or at least vegetarians, I want you guys to know that Disney announced uh, Tuesday that it had partnered with Impossible Foods to serve impossible plant-based meat at Disneyland in Anaheim and Disney World in Florida and on the Disney Cruise Line. And that's it. I've heard the Impossible plant things are really good i heard that they taste fine um i've also read that they have as much like saturated fat or more uh, of like than like an actual burger so if you're doing it for like health reasons yeah maybe not but if you're if you're a a vegetarian or or well maybe they're not vegan i don't know what they are but if you're vegetarian have you tried these eric these little Uh, yeah they had they had impossible burgers at uh, the food and wine festival last year and it was really good uh, super salty. Oh, really? Hmm. I, I think that's another thing that they've said about them. A lot of the the plant based, at least the the Impossible Burger, which is like synthetic heme, um, which is a whole different thing. But but lots of salt. Okay. Wow. Well, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Here's the last news article. I don't know much about it because it has to do with Mulan. I've never seen Mulan. Oh, I have. That's my jam. Is it really? Yeah. Well, then maybe we'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Disney blames uh, hashtag Me Too for Li Shang absence from Mulan. Who's Li Shang? Do you remember who Li Shang is? He was her captain. Um, oh, Eric knows. Yeah. Why Bev know? Uh, for this being your the major character, they didn't even have like a thing during the movie, rem- like toward I, the end. They I did. didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't see the new Mulan. I was talking about the. No, this is the this is the old Mulan. Yeah, the original. Yeah. Coming to theaters on March 27th, we already know that Disney's live-action Mulan will have many changes from the 1988 uh, 1998 animated film. Uh, for example, it won't be a musical. 
And uh, someone called Mushu will not be making an appearance. I like her pork. That was good. Tragic. <laughs> Mushu was my also my jam. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Eddie other, Murphy. Other Eddie than the Murphy. pork, yeah. Um, <laughs> other uh, changes. One change that we know about for a while is that heartthrob Lee Shang will not be a character in the new film. Um, love interest. Yeah, well, let's see, there you go. According to a Collider article, which is always good, producer Jason Reed cited Me Too as the driving force behind this decision. He says, quote, I think particularly in the time of the Me Too movement, having a commanding officer that is also the sexual love interest was very uncomfortable, and we didn't think it was appropriate. And so this article, this is in Forbes, because so, you know, uh, it's just so you know, I read Forbes. Uh, this article conveys a fundamental misunderstanding of Me Too and of Mulan. For one thing, the romance between Mulan and Li Shang is a teeny tiny subplot that barely gets explored in the film, and not even until, like Eric said, towards the end. By that point, the war is over, so Shang isn't Mulan's commanding officer anymore, and Shang goes to see Mulan at her home, where she invites him to dinner. So this person's asking, where's the problem? Me Too is about absolutely terrible sexual harassment and assault that women face in the workplace, but Mulan and Shang's relationship is built on mutual respect. Shang never makes unwanted advances towards Mulan, and in fact, it's Mulan that has the crush on Shang for most of the film. When they finally do decide to start a relationship, they no longer work together, and it is completely consensual. Blah, blah, blah. So Mm. uh, people, of course, online are all... um, all, All up in arms, yeah. Uh, some fans think that Disney has an ulterior motive in cutting him out of the film and point to the interpretation of Li Shang as bisexual for that reason, since Shang possibly starts to have feelings for Mulan back when she's still masquerading as a male soldier. Many fans in turn... Who cares? I don't, oh, my gosh. There's too much to be angry about to be upset <laughs> about that. I don't know. So if you're trying to go see Mulan for Li Shang, guess what? You're not going to see him. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't remember his name, but... I also was thinking, like, what character could have possibly been inappropriate to have <laughs> Me Too be blamed for him not showing up in the next movie? That That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I think we're getting a little too... Um Oversensitive, yeah. That's that's oversensitive. That's a honestly, that's a that's a stretch. Well, yeah, I, they're well, reaching. I think they're very much. Well, like the reporter said, it's it it sort of leads to a, a just a fundamental misunderstanding it's, about it's what wrong. that is. Yeah, right. it's it's incorrect to blame the Me Too movement, which is calling out harassment for for something like this. Yeah, for a boy liking a girl, <laughs> right? Or a girl liking a boy, right? Well, and that's the other thing. It sounds like they get it all wrong on a lot of different levels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> what are you going to do? Um, all right, Eric, we're going to let you go, and then we're going to get out of here. Oh, actually, we're probably going to do both at the same time. He Great. fell asleep. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good news. Get me off of this oh, dumb my. show. <laughs> no, I really appreciate it, man, uh, and I want you to come back. I want you back on the Supreme Resort, too. I thought you did very good. I think you did a good well, job. I wanted. To, I haven't had a t- chance to really talk to you about that um, yet, but uh, yeah, you did good, and I think I think the boys liked you. So, what do you think of that? Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy did say he loved me. I, I felt like I let him down because he oh, sorry. was starting to ask probing. <laughs> that was very Uh-oh. very loud. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jim, Jimmy started to ask probing questions about the history of tiki drinks, and I realized I did not have the knowledge to support his need for more knowledge <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was uh he was trying to get you there 
I'm like, hey, you told me not to bring notes. We're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna leave, leave it fast and casual. Hey, what is the 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 degree of tilt on the the you know railway to go under the? I don't know. I feel like that'd be. A I was part. told I was gonna be a judge. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what the boys do over there. They mess with you. Uh, no, but uh, thanks. I, I really appreciate it. And if you want to get in touch with Eric, you can go to com and uh, ask for him by name. And he'll help you plan your Disney vacation. Right? Absolutely. All right, there <laughs> or I'll find somebody who is an actual travel planner to do that for you. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. And also, while you're at it, don't forget to ask for the 21st Amendment beers wherever you find good craft beer, like DCA. But not just the Disneyland parks. You can go to Disney World and ask for it. Go anywhere. Any, anywhere you buy your beer at any liquor store, at any good craft beer bar, anywhere. Ask for the 21st Amendment um, and then demand that you are allowed to sit there until they go find it for you. I live in the Rocky Mountains, literally, and my local liquor store has 21st Amendment beer. Oh, nice. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. All right, Eric. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. And for everybody else listening, thank you very much for checking us out. Please go to patreon.com slash ears up. Sign up to become a Patreon supporter. Support the show. Keep us on the air. Uh, I really appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you in the parks. 